Open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Nostalgia. This is episode 176 of Dope Nostalgia Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi. Just back from Chicago and BlockCon. What an amazing convention that was. I'm introducing a brand new series on it called Back to BlockCon. It's going to come out the first episode this week. Our special guest today is from a European dance group called Live and Joy. Her name is Tamiko Starr, and she is the lead singer of the group. New music on the horizon and a lot of talk about the past as well. Here's a little bit of background information on Living Joy. Wikipedia Moment. Please bear in mind that Wikipedia is not to be taken as actual 100% fact. Any donkey could edit it at any time. If I'm reading you the artist's bio, that stuff is real truth. Live and Joy are an Italian Eurodance group who released various successful hits during the mid-1990s, including this song right here called Dreamer, Don't Stop Moving, Follow the Rules, and Where Can I Find Love. The group consists of singer Tamiko Starr, Italian brothers Paolo and Gianni Visnadi, I hope I said that right, all members of Alex Party. Janice Robinson was previously a member. Dreamer was originally released by Undiscovered Recordings in 1994. Live and Joy were fronted by American singers Janice Robinson and Tamiko Starr. During Robinson's time in the group, they reached number one on the U.S. Hot Dance Club play chart with Dreamer. The song turned out to be a mild sleeper hit on pop radio, finally entering the Billboard Hot 100 in early 1995. It peaked at number 72 and spent 17 weeks on the chart. The song had a more successful run in the UK, hitting the number one spot after being reissued. By 1996, Robinson had left, thus marking a new era for the group. She was replaced by American vocalist Tamiko Starr, who was singer, songwriter, and choreographer. With Starr on lead vocals, the follow-up single, Don't Stop Movin', peaked at number five in the UK and went on to become a big summer hit. It spent 14 consecutive weeks in the top 100, with seven of those in the top 10. Don't Stop Movin' was followed by another top 10 hit single in the UK, Follow the Rules. Where Can I Find Love was the group's fourth single released in 1997. And Live and Joy's fifth and final charting single in the UK was Deep in You. The track took on a completely different sound, which had a more R&B feel. Although moderately successful, peaking at number 17 in the UK, it slowly descended out of the top 100 just four weeks after its release. In 2018, Robinson performed Dreamer on the British music competition show The X Factor. As a contestant on the show, she finished in 14th place. In 2022, Robinson released a new version of Dreamer with DJ Lodato. In 2022, Tamiko announced she is working on brand new music, including a new version of Don't Stop Moving. And in November of 2022, she released the new single, Something Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the lead singer of Live and Joy to Dope Nostalgia. This is Tamiko Starr.
Excellent. So Tamiko, thank you. And welcome to my podcast, Dope Nostalgia. Um, JC Media is the one who hooked us up and I want to thank them as well yes. for, for mm-hmm. providing us this opportunity to chat. Um, yes. Where are you located out of now? Where are you based? I'm based in Atlanta now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. originally you guys were a Euro dance act. So where, where did you grow up? Where, where did you come from and start getting into music? Yeah. So my father uh, was military. So I, um, I lived over, you know, over half my life over in Europe. I lived in uh, Germany and Italy and that was where I kind of honed my skills. I got into, you know, music, got my deal there. It was like my, definitely my home. It was all I ever really knew. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and, and then how did you, um, get yourself involved with the group Living Joy? Well, um, I used to um, sing with the band, right? I, I was a lead singer in this band, a lead female singer. And every week we had a um, a show at this place we like to call The Steps because, honey, we were dragging those, uh, those big amps up uh, hundreds of steps. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, um, we were broadcast on the radio every weekend. And one thing led to another. Someone heard me um, on the radio and they liked what, you know my sound. And um, I was called in to um, become the new Live and Joy, you know, the new artist for Live and Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was someone before me um, by Janice. The name was uh, Janice Robinson, and she had the first song with um, with Live and Joy. And then I didn't even know anything about actually Live and Joy or the song or anything. So I came in fresh, you know, green. I <laughs> didn't know mm-hmm. a thing, but hey, it paid off. And it was really, really big in Europe. Yeah, um, you had a lot of opportunities there. Do you feel that uh, there was an impact as well in North America, or do you feel like now's the time to tell people more about? live in joy and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely um, in certain places where they like dance music and I'm um, like New York, it was hitting, you know, Chicago mm-hmm. was hitting, you know, so, you know, the spaces where they, they really enjoyed uh, dance and house, you know, live and joy did pretty well. But yeah, now it now is the time that you know if you don't know Live and Joy, you definitely will know now. I've got a, a new single out, and I'm you know pushing that as much as possible all over. Yes, that's what I understand. Uh, there's going to be a new EP. What can you yes. tell us about it? Um, I like to say it's like a a pot of of good gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite soup is yes. gumbo. <laughs> yes, so there's like, you know, house, dance, you know, soul, pop, and it's called kind, of, kind of all infused together. It's everything that I am. When did you start putting this collection together? Uh, maybe about a couple years ago. I really started taking it um, seriously again because I took a break for for a while. Um, another part of my dream, aside from becoming a an, uh, recording artist, um, was I wanted to open up a school or a talent development company, if you will, and kind of help people that were like me, that was like me, you know, wanting to get out here in the world and and live their dream. And so I opened up a, a company called Starhouse Entertainers and did just that. I mean, my my students have gone on to do American Idol and I had two kids on Broadway. And so I kind of stopped to do that. But my, um, my love and what is me at my core core is being an artist and so I just kind of came full circle with that the fans were like where are you (laughs) what's going (laughs) on 
And in particular, because there was a, another um, lady, a girl out here um, pretending to be living joy. And so she's singing all of my songs. She had nothing to do with any of the music, my image, anything. But she um, was constantly being booked and people were like, what is this imposter doing? What are you doing? Like, you need to come back out and let the world know that you are here because, you know, people start to believe that she's the one that made the music. It's weird. I read that story and I was mind blown that someone could attempt to get away with that. Isn't that crazy? Is In that person. Yeah, is that not bizarre that that is even allowed to happen? Um, but it happens more often than not, and particularly with um, African American female artists. Um, if you remember Marsha Wa Martha Washington, it happened to her, um, and it even kind of ha happened with Destiny Ch uh, Destiny's Child, if you will, um, where you know you had one set of of, of women or, or or an artist singing a song, and then all of a sudden here's whole new faces that had nothing to to do with the music at all so it's nothing new under the sun but it's just so um it's so disheartening it's very hurtful it's like you spend your life um you know wanting to to entertain and and, and do what, it, what you love and then here someone comes in and they're able to kind of take the credit for that shouldn't mm -hmm. be allowed no <laughs> didn't go off on a tangent but honey that is that's that, like identity that is, theft like, yeah, definitely it definitely is so when that kind of thing happens were there like charges like did they or or did you just shut it down and just say this is a fraud no it's it's not like that it's much like um you know we do what we want to do when i came on board like i said living joy was already established with another another artist i came on i you know became the new living joy i don't know what kind of paperwork and things that they had there um, you know, for that name, but some there's there was obviously some loophole, but best believe it's getting chased up. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't take credit for someone else's work. And I, I worked very hard on the album, on all of the yeah. singles that out promoting girl flying out all over the world, risking my life, you know, working my ass off on stage for somebody to come along and pretend they're me is just it's just ludicrous. <laughs> no, you're the one to, you know, that should be getting all the accolades because you've worked very hard writing too, writing and choreography. I, you're really full in, not just the voice, but you do so much yeah. more. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's what I wanted to do my entire life for, from since I can remember. So when you guys were doing the, the singles and you're in Europe, what kind of shows did you like visiting the most? Um, appearances such as top of the pops what was some of your favorite performances oh wow i had a couple of them one particularly stands out it was like um it was huge for me it was kind of like um seeing my vision in reality see it seeing it manifest and it was for this show called festival bar so it was like in italy and oh my god there were like people as far as the eye could see like mm -hmm. I couldn't see the end of the people and um, where the people ended. And then uh, I did Don't Stop Moving. I remember it was like number three. No, it, it was number one at first. And then it had dropped down to number three. And then after that performance, it jumped back up to number one. I just mm -hmm. remember the energy. Um, it's like I, I blacked out and then I came to and there was this 
out of this outpouring of love. There's always, um, you know, when you're an artist and you're and you're singing, and there's this exchange, this energy exchange between your your audience who love your music and who love you, and you loving what you're doing and loving your audience. The energy was through the roof. I'll never forget that. Um, and then, of course, Top of the Pops was always a great time because it was so intimate. It was a very intimate setting. Um, mm. And I really, I really enjoyed that. I loved it. So, oh, and Smash Hits. Smash Hits was, was amazing, too. I was on that show with a, a lot of great people, the Spice Girls, um, Peter Andre. I want to think Backstreet Boys. It was like, it was an incredible lineup. So that was pretty cool. Now, I know that. I'm from Canada, so like I know about Smash Hits. I know about the magazine and what they called the poll winners party. Is that what it what it is? The poll That's winners what party. It was. it was a poll winners party. Oh my gosh! I had yeah. like, I think uh, I feel like I had maybe an hour to get ready for that, and then it was like off to the races. And I remember the um, sister label from America had flown over to see us. So it was a really big deal for me, you know, and it, it turned out really good. So. European music festival um what we hear about them in North America is that they're just huge grand spectacles what is the experience like playing a European music festival as opposed to anywhere else in the world uh well I will say this I feel that the fans that are in Europe are much more connected to the artists in a sense I Mm -hmm. say that because they are loyal to a fault like once they love you they always love you so when you're on stage there's a different kind of energy that comes back at you for that you know in America you can be in today and, and and out tomorrow whereas playing those festivals with you know those European festivals and how they feel about an artist there's just a different synergy there Mm. um have you always been a natural performer did you or did you go through stage fright ever and if you did no (laughs) no, you belong up there yeah so listen so i love to tell this story um i love to tell this story because it's an amazing story it's just the the the, um it's the power of manifestation right so my mom manifested me like my mom thought of me when she was six years old literally thought of me when she was six years old so 
I came with everything that she wanted, including this beauty mark here beside my lips and my dimples. And then of course being talented in everything. So from a young age, I'm talking about four or five, I used to tell people I could sing like a grown woman. So I would sound like Minnie Mouse, but honey, I would sing like Jennifer Holiday and Jennifer Hudson. Nice. <laughs> I, was, I was meant to do this. It's, it's, like I said, it's who I am at my core. It's what I what what I did my whole life. You know, uh, if it wasn't for for my my dolls in front of my dolls and my Barbies and stuff like that, it was for the neighborhood, baby. I was on a neighborhood tour, singing in everybody's living room. <laughs> it's not fun. Oh, as yeah. a kid, like just you know, like making your own little concerts. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I still do. I still do. Yes. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And now it's on this grand scale. Um, yeah. So what are some of your favorite songs that you either wrote or recorded with Living Joy over the years? Maybe even like the deep cuts, the ones that weren't singles. You know, I love, um, as a matter of fact, I was just singing this in the car. Um, I love the song Deep in You. Um, I think it's a beautiful song. I, I When I wrote it, it just, it was me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, that is one of my favorites. And of course, the hit Don't Stop Moving. It's I've never tired of singing that song. And I have sang it a billion times. Mm -hmm. But I've never tired of singing it. It's my personal mantra. Um, and everyone else's. It's just that it's just that kind of song for me. It, it will always be in my heart. It's interesting that you say that because like so many artists have that one big hit that propelled them to stardom or, you know, awards, accolades, mm -hmm. charts. And then you always wonder, are they tired of it? But they'll be singing it live for the rest of their lives. Rest of their lives. And like I said, I'm never, I never am bored of that. Never. I mean, it's so true and it's so helpful to so many, you know, I have a, a fan base that's called, they're called the Living Loyals. And, nice. you know, they always talk about um, what Don't Stop Moving has done for them, for, for everything, from everything to taking a test in college to, you know, facing their biggest fears and standing in front of somebody having to speak, you know, to think of that song and it motivates them and inspire them. I feel like, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to leave a mark, then I'm glad I'm leaving that, that one. Who have you gotten to either work with, uh, or even meet that was a big mentor to you musically? You know, um, I can't really say I've met anyone um, in that facet. Um, I've, you know, toured with a lot of people, but I would, if anybody inspired me, I would just have to say my mother. My mother just, she was very looming in my life. I'm an only child. Um, she was very protective. So I didn't do a lot of like, collaborating and and talking with other people but i guess mm -hmm. you know watching people and seeing people on um on tv and watching them perform it live you know when i'm with them that was kind of inspirational to me um but as far as connections not so much be surprised mm -hmm. <laughs> who are some of those artists that uh helped inspire you um a big one in my life would have to be whitney houston oh Love yeah her. 
loved Whitney Houston. Um, she and I were born on the same day. We're birthday twins. Um, nice. But I, yeah, I love, um, I loved her. And I also loved Janet Jackson. And I always said I wanted to be a combination of the both of those really powerful artists because I dance and I wanted my, my, my voice to be, you know, a really, really a great voice like Whitney Houston had. And just like an infusion of that, you know, mm -hmm. definitely inspired me. They definitely, both of them. Oh, how could I forget Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> and of Michael Jackson, you know, of course, his worth ethic and um, his vision for what he wanted and, and did manifest, you know, so, yeah. Yes, good choices. I'm mm -hmm. with you on those. <laughs> what can, what do you think we can do as women, especially in the music industry, to lift each other? Because sometimes, you know, you see like cat fights and disagreements that are played out online. And what do you think that we can do to make each other stronger instead of tear each other down? Ooh, girl, I could go into that. Um, <laughs> Please do. I love that. You know, I have this song. Um, it's called We Are Queens. It's such a such an amazing song. And it's just it's about that. It's about realizing um, how special we are. Like, I think that people don't really think of how special women are because how media portrays us. Um, you know, we're the same, we're all like the second to the man, supposedly, um, we were created from his rib. Like we, it's, we're, we're like in second place to me. That's how I think that the world sees us, but women are special. Like God gave us something that he, he had given no one else. And that's the, the ability to bring forth life. I think that if we mm. look inside of ourselves and see who we are as, um, as um, like, like goddesses and see that in another a female, I think we would learn to respect each other and respect that in each other because we are powerful beyond belief. They just didn't want us to know that. <laughs> I always talk about even so God. true. Yeah, I even talk about how um, you know we um, even when we talk about God, and not just to get in a religious or um, conversation per se, but even when we talk about God and we say He, and we're constantly saying He, 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 and and you have to think about why do you say that, or why do you think the things that you think? Like, do we have original thoughts really, or are all these thoughts influenced? So when we say He, we're influenced to say He, but when I think of what God is. It, it, it nurturing and loving and all of those things, not necessarily that a man doesn't possess those things, but who possesses that more? A woman, a woman, and she, she embodies that, everything that God is, including creating life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I think we just get kind of a bad or second class look, you know, there's at us, you know, when I think we, we're really amazing. And like I said, if we see that in one another, we can only respect that in one another and lift each other up. And that song Queens uh, speaks to that. It really does. It talks mm -hmm. about um, you, you fixing another woman's crown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I didn't I mean to that. Rant, oh, don't worry. It's not passionate. a rant at all. No, I believe <laughs> that God created us all in his image. Yes. And, you know, so there's going to be facets in both. So, yes. but yes, there I are, 
definitely a man has his definitely has his place for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I just don't think that, you know, women getting paid less than a man, you know, those kind yeah. of things or women being relegated to a certain um, job um, that, you know, you know how it was, you know, we're just mm -hmm. now coming out of that mentality. Um, and like I said, I just think we're, we're, we're special. <laughs> we, we deserve a little bit more credit than what people give us. Yes. Well, beautifully said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
I do have a lot to say, especially um, I'm such a rebel uh, when it comes to um, what we've been taught and what we've been fed and how we let others define everything for us. Like what is beautiful? What is romantic? What is in as far as fashion and this and that? And you let someone else dictate to you so much that you don't even think about whether your thoughts are original or if they're thoughts that are influenced by something. You know what I mean? I have a lot to say in that regard. And I think if if I were to do a podcast and people were to listen, I think it would free some of us. You know what I mean? You, yeah, it, it would take off the, I don't know, the mental angst and, and chains that we have. You know Thera- what I mean? Therapy. Yeah, like <laughs> therapy. <laughs> yes, in, in a sense. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, it's having these good conversations that can mm-hmm. be very helpful and help people to grow. So it's Absolutely. it's a great medium. Yeah. I think so. I might, I might consider that at some point. <laughs> Where has your music career allowed you to travel in the world and see places that you never thought you'd see? Oh my gosh. You know, I went to, I went to Finland. <laughs> like yeah? I never would have thought I would have gone to somewhere like Finland and Sweden and so many places. Um, and I, I love that. I went to Turkey, um, experienced just different cultures and things like that. And I'm a, I'm a traveler anyway. Like I said, my father was military. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen a lot. Um, but I enjoy um, going to new places and experiencing different cultures. I think it's um, it rounds you out. It adds to who you are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. yeah, so you learn so much about the, the world and yourself mm-hmm. than staying in your bubble. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone should be able to travel and, and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about the current musical landscape? Are there any artists out there that are really hot right now that you've been listening to? You know what I have right now on my um, Amazon music screen, I'm looking dead at it. It's Samara Joy. I just got on to her. Now, mm-hmm. I saw, I think she was on an award show. Um, and so I'm like listening to to her. I think artists like her are, are different and um, in, in a different in a good way, you know, yeah. refreshing. Um, so I'm kind of on her. Um, any other artists? Of course, everybody loves Beyonce. I love her. Um, I don't know. Music is music has changed in a sense that it lacks what we used to have. Um, it lacks substance in the sense that what we talk about, what our what the topic of the songs are these days. I mean, if everything mm-hmm. is energy, like what the hell are we listening to? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we yeah. listening to? Um, so I don't know. I don't have a lot of favorite um, artists at the time. I, I tell you, I do have uh, one of my babies that um, came from my company, Starhouse Entertainers, Jalen Josie. She's a mm-hmm. breath of fresh air. I like her. You know what I mean? Nice. I know it might even be biased, but um, if it's not good, I wouldn't say it it, it was. So I really enjoy um, people who um, who stray away from the the norm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And really our artists, they create from a, a an inspirational place rather than following what everyone else is singing and doing. The trendsetters themselves. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It comes from a truer place. Exactly. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. Do you have any guilty pleasures you listen to? Don't oh, be like, God. oh. <laughs> it's like maybe you don't want to admit it, but you never know. <laughs> you know, um, I was just listening to um I do like a dance class and so I was listening to Meg the style the stallion. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kind of a guilty pleasure, you know, in the sense I like the beat and everything, but sometimes when you hear what with the words, I'm like, Oh, I'm not a prude, but some of that the the, the <laughs> The the younger people are unafraid. <laughs> they say what they want to say, and it's just like, oh gosh. Uh, but it's it's a guilty pleasure of mine to hear like a good ass beat. You know what I mean? Oh with, yeah. With maybe some couple of ratchet, uh, you know, lyrics. <laughs> Not too bad, you know, but some ratchety is okay. <laughs> Ratchetness is okay. It's all good. Yeah. It's all entertainment. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you um, before we wrap things up, just so we can let everybody know again, once again, when they can find your new music, and if you have any messages out there for your fans, please share. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I didn't even get to talk about um, my music. Um, oh yes, let's let's make sure we completely talk about yes. your music. Yes. So I, um, um, if you've heard "Live and Joy," you know the my image is what it what you hear on you know me speaking now you it's totally me it's it's inspirational it's um you know it's um it's just forward you know um and this next song that i had um released i recently released it november yeah november of last year it's called something beautiful it was written out of like the pandemic it's like my pandemic baby if you will Mm -hmm. um and we were all in the house you know and 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 there was some i'm sure people were depressed and lonely and isolated and then there were all of these other things going on politically and the world is just different and it just seemed even more so just crazy you could see the the transition so something beautiful is kind of born out of that because it's something i felt like we needed we needed something beautiful we need to believe in love again so i wrote this song something beautiful and um it's it's a ode to the 90s but it has like a a a, a modern flair as well um and it just kind of talks about escaping um, the doldrums of life and going to Jupiter, a place that, you know, where you could, like I said, you could believe in love again. You can leave all your worries behind. You can just escape all of what's going on here and go and party and have a wonderful time. Mm. So I love it. I love the song. It's a happy song. Um, we'll play a clip of it on the show. Oh, I'd love that. That would be great. That would For be sure. great. It's great. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a great song. I, I really do. Um, I really do think it, it, it should be on the charts. It should be, you know, everywhere. And, and of course, I'm sure it will. It's just going to take some time. You know, it just came out not too long ago. I'm doing this independently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a great, a great piece. Good, good. Mm-hmm. And and the EP coming out too. What what can we expect? Ooh, so the EP is just a little late. <laughs> Because I got to have things just right. I got to have things just right. Um, Like I said, it's a a gumbo of, you know, pop, soul, um, Mm -hmm. dance. You'll find Live and Joy and you'll find where Live and Joy meets Tamiko Star. 
Mm -hmm. um but so far so good it's 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 got a little um it's a little sexy and some some of the songs are a little sexy (laughs) yeah yeah a little sexy you know we're a nice little beat um and again inspirational always Mm -hmm. and so what do you want to tell those fans out there who've been waiting for the new music and and just want to continue to support you Definitely hold tight. You know it's coming. And when it comes, it's going to be right. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, Also, um, I want the fans to follow me on social media. I'm on at Tamiko Star. That's T-A-M-E-K-O-S-T-A-R. Just one R. And by the way, I changed my name. Um, It was on the Live and Joy album. It's Tamika Star. Um, But I changed it to Tamiko Star. And I want to do a really quick blurb as to why I did that but it was because of my mother and I was I spoke about her um you know her manifesting me and so when she thought of me she thought of my name being Tamiko Star like for all those years that's what my name was going to be but you know how you kind of grow tired of like let me think of something new so she changed the O to an A and Mm -hmm. so I I just thought this this go around I wanted it to be what she would want it what she wanted it to be all of those years so that's why it's Tamiko Star now (laughs) it's beautiful thank you thank you so much um I lost my train of thought I don't even know where I was at but um but oh I was saying I I know I said something about following me on Tamiko Star on Mm -hmm. IG um and also um at Live and Joy Official follow me on there and you'll get to see like my um little clips and things I'm getting ready for my first show in over a decade <gasps> over a decade where and can I we ha- see you oh my god I'm gonna be in pool UK nice. I'm in, yep I'm gonna be um in the over in the UK I'm gonna be in pool um and this is so it's so surreal. I can't believe this is happening. I'm so excited about it happening. Um, you know, performing is like my first love. And like I told you, there's this other person, imposter, that's been doing my music. So for me to be able to go over there and step foot on stage again, it's going to be epic. I've been rehearsing for that. So there's clips of me doing that. And, you know, just kind of get to know me a little bit on my social media. I'm excited you're taking it back. And it's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah, and- I also have a show um, in Augusta, too, that's coming up. So that's in America. That's mm-hmm. in Georgia. So Wonderful. Good. Yeah. So we'll let our listeners know. I hope that they can make it out and support you. You've been amazing. You're beautiful. I'm so happy to have had the chance to meet you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'd like to wrap things up by asking people about what food or fashion trend, clothing, toy, whatever it could be, would make you nostalgic for the 90s? What food or clothing? Clothing. Any of those uh, things. Oh, how about the 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 70s making a comeback in the 90s? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? With the chokers and the um and the bell bottoms and the chunky shoes? Yes. Yeah, it, it had a, a resurgence back in the 90s. If you remember Janet and she had to, yeah, all of that's that. That's true. Wasn't it around mm-hmm. like That's the Way Love Goes, like around yeah. that album time mm-hmm. when she was doing that? It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, so that kind of makes me nostalgic. The jeans are finally getting wider again, like the legs, finally. Yeah. Because the skinny, the skinny jeans has gone on a long time for me and I'm I'm over them. <laughs> yes, they have the leggings and I love the flare pants. The flares. Yes. 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah, those are hot. 70s had some of the best fashion. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Well, once again, I thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Social media, yeah, we've got it. Send us an email, dopenostalgiapodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, Nostalgia Dope. Or on Insta, dope underscore nostalgia. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.